0: Welcome to the good to me podcast. I'm Shanley, your host and self-care coach. I'm here to help service providers and creatives to organize themselves and go from just surviving to thriving so that they can serve at their best. My podcast is filled with self-care, mindset, personal development and well being tips and tricks to help you to look after yourself and your mind, be confident, calm and successful in your work and life without burning out. So in today's episode I thought we'd start off with my story and how I went from bubble baths to boundaries. So let's start off with my story and my self-care journey began when I started working in mental health but before that I started working in mental health because, um, just a bit about me, um, my dad experienced a stroke when I was around about 10. And after his recovery, so he had lost all his memory, he didn't know who we were, didn't know what a table was, what a chair was. Um, And following his recovery, he experienced severe depression. And Growing up, I didn't actually understand what was going on at that time. So that led to a lot of frustration, but also a lot of curiosity. So I was really curious to find out what was going on because coming from a black ethnic minority background, uh, mental health was something that wasn't really spoken about. So me being curious, I went to go and study psychology um, and that's where my passion grew. So I was able to find out more about what was going on in my dad's brain and understand his behaviour. And I would call myself a people person. So I'm very intrigued by people's brains and what they do. And from studying psychology, I got all my answers. So answers that I wasn't able to get from, I guess, my parents or anybody around. Um, However, that's where I became more compassionate and understanding of what was going on for my dad. And the reason why I started working in mental health in the first place was because I remember asking my dad, why did not he go and seek some help? And he responded back to me saying there's not going to be anybody there for him to talk to. There was going to be nobody that could relate to him or that he could understand. And that really broke my heart. And that's where my mission began, where I wanted to represent people from that background um, and help people to seek help and to get the help that they needed. And I didn't want any other factor to kind of get in the way of that so me growing up my mum was very much a caregiver very loving person and I took on those values um, and those characteristics which I still love to this day however I was one of those children that took every lesson and and really ran with it Um, and I think I overdid it a little bit So when I started working in mental health, I was so happy about this. So I'm now here working as an assistant psychologist on a female acute ward. And I'm like, yes, this is fantastic. So I remember running through the ward trying to help a a young lady who was quite distressed at the time to calm down. And because kind of... and from growing up, I was always told to put other people first. And, you know, once other people are OK, then, you know, you're you're good. Um, so that was my motto. And I saw this lady distressed and I was running through the corridor trying to help her. And that was when my supervisor had stopped me. She was calling my name. But by the time she, um, you know, you know, said my name and I acknowledged that she was calling me. I was already by the lady so she had stopped um helped the lady and afterwards I uh, came back to my supervisor and she was like Shanley you need to slow down and I was thinking what are you talking about and she was like you need to practice self-care so that was like one of the first times I heard the word self-care and at that time self-care to me all I knew was from what I saw in the media anyway was you know go and get a massage put on a face mask, relax in a bath. So that's exactly what I did reluctantly because I couldn't believe what she had said to me. And I thought, you know, I am looking after myself. However, I had picked up a lot of bad habits along the way. I was, you know, people pleasing, never said no, um, always putting other people before me. So I was really used to working and functioning in a state of anxiety overwhelm to the point where I was burnt out and I didn't even know it. So I'm there in the bath trying to revive myself um, and it wasn't working. So I did it for a few days and I was really frustrated and I said, no, something, there must be more. So bear in mind at this time, I am facilitating workshops and supporting women to, I guess, look after their mental well-being. So I'm teaching. CBT techniques so that's cognitive behavioral therapy techniques to these ladies however they were really unwell at that point in time so it was really hard for them to take in that information so I was really frustrated I remember sitting back one day going this isn't right this doesn't make sense I'm teaching something that's very valuable to people who need it but it's it seems like it's too late So that's where, I guess, good to me, um, my brand was starting to be birthed. Um, However, I was stuck at a place where I was still burnt out. So I was struggling to give birth to um, good to me, so to my brand. Um, So that's when I had to hone in and do some inner work and really understand what self-care was for me. Um, and that's where I actually I'm very much I'm very scientific. I like to find the definitions of things. So I went on a search to find the definition. And at that time, um, there wasn't much information about self-care at that time. Um, and anyway, I came across a definition and the definition was self-care is the practice of taking action to look after your mental or your physical health, so it's about, it's a practice, so that's one thing that I understood, um, and that you have to take action, so that's when I started to dig even deeper, and really figure out what my needs were, so I went on a journey to actually hone in, and find out what my self-care needs were, Um, and I realised that I was focusing more on the physical, self-care needs. um, And what I needed to focus on was more of the psychological and emotional uh, self-care needs, because that was where I was poor. And that's where it was hard for me to function and move forward. So I started to implement different practices, such as affirmations, journaling, self-reflection, crying, singing, all of those things that were going to help to meet my self-care need so one thing that I like to encourage lots of my clients or anybody when I'm introducing them into self-care is not just to randomly think or pick a self-care activity I like them to make sure that they are meeting their self-care needs so it's really important to make sure that you are meeting your self-care need and another thing is that your self-care needs can change so depending on your circumstances um your self-care needs change so i like to say that we have either regular self-care or we have emergency self-care so your regular self-care is things that you would do on a daily basis or regularly to fill up your cup and your emergency is when Things kind of go a bit pear-shaped when life throws random things at you. um, That's when your self-care needs to be up. So these are things that give you a quick fix to fill up your cup. So um, I got really clear on those things. So for me, my regular self-care was just making sure that I journal, I pray and I sing. And my emergency is going on the phone to my sister and having a good rant crying and journaling so journaling is really important for me um, as one of my main self-care needs is my emotional and psychological self-care so there's lots of different areas of self-care and it's really important that you make sure that you are meeting the right need at the right time one of the biggest lessons for me was to understand that you can't pull from an empty cup so for me um, I had learned that it was the other way around that actually you're supposed to be filling up somebody else's cup and then your cup will be full however my cup was on empty and I was not able to give any more so that's where I learned the lesson of actually filling your cup up by doing different activities to help me be full uh, so that I can then give and serve at my best um, and I was actually watching a YouTube video and I think it was an interview with Oprah and Iyanla Van Zance. And um, they were talking about self-care, self-love, putting yourself first. And Iyanla Van Zantz, she mentioned um, something which really, really touched me. And I say it everywhere I, I can. Um, and that's self-care is not selfish. But itself full. So she says that your cup needs to be full and running over. Everything that's inside your cup is for you. And everything else that is running over or spilling, spilling over, the overflow, is for everybody else. Because if you think about it, we can't function on nothing. We function on positive energy um, and emotions. So when your cup's empty, most of the time you are going to be in a negative state so it's best to make sure that your cup is full and during many of these podcasts episodes I'll be showing you different ways that you can fill your cup up so that you can serve at your best. So we touched on my journey of self-care and how it all began for me and I guess everybody's journey of self-care is going to be different. So my tips that I would like to leave with you is to ensure throughout this journey you are checking in with yourself. Um, again remember and just to start with the basics making sure that you're meeting your self-care needs at the time and remembering to always be flexible on this journey. So throughout this time, there may be ups and there may be downs and there may be times where you'll be sticking to your regular self-care routine and there's other times where you'll be using your emergency and that's okay. So that's all part of the journey. You need to fill your cup up before you can help anybody else, before you can be a benefit to anybody else, before you can serve at your best, produce at your best and be your best. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and you have made the choice to start your journey, your self-care journey don't forget to leave a review and subscribe and any information that I've mentioned in this episode is going to be left in the show notes. So thank you for tuning into the Good to Me podcast and listening and make sure that you follow me on Instagram at Shanley Lewis and if you're not already my brand Good to Me UK. Make sure you join my Facebook group, The Self-Care Squad, and head over to my website, goodtomeuk.com, to learn more about my products and services. See you in the next episode.